I'm Samantha Sherris. I'm John Pop. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Wednesday, November 9th. Here are today's headlines. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis overwhelmingly won his re-election bid on Tuesday night. NPR reported that DeSantis won roughly 60 percent of the vote compared to former Democrat Representative Charlie Crist, who won about 40 percent of the vote. He was previously the governor of Florida as a Republican. Let's take a listen to some of his speech via Newsmax. Well, thank you so much. You know, over these past four years, we've seen major challenges for the people of our state, for the citizens of the United States, and above all, for the cause of freedom. We saw freedom in our very way of life, and so many other jurisdictions in this country wither on the vine. Florida held the line. We chose facts over fear. We chose education over indoctrination. We chose law and order over rioting and disorder. Florida was a refuge of sanity when the world went mad. We stood as a citadel of freedom for people across this country and indeed across the world. DeSantis also said, we reject woke ideology. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the corporations. DeSantis won Miami-Dade County by 11 percent last night, the New York Times reported. According to Newsweek, DeSantis lost the county by 21 percent in 2018. Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman defeated Dr. Mehmet Oz for the open Senate seat in Pennsylvania. NPR reported that Fetterman, who suffered a stroke in May, won about 50.5 percent of the vote, and Oz won about 47 percent of the vote. Our colleague Mary Margaret Olihan reported earlier today that Susan B. Anthony pro-life American president Marjorie Denenfelser criticized Oz for essentially putting his head in the sand on the abortion issue. Specifically, Denenfelser said candidates who adopt the ostrich strategy, which is putting their head in the sand and hoping the reality goes away, or the possum strategy, which is to pretend dead and hope nobody notices your body is lying there, they lose, Denenfelser added. And I think that our candidate in Pennsylvania is an example. Former President Donald Trump had endorsed Oz in April, and President Biden endorsed Fetterman in May. Michigan Democrat Governor Gretchen Whitmer defeated Republican challenger Tudor Dixon by roughly 10 percentage points on Tuesday night. NPR reported that Whitmer won about 54.5 percent of the vote compared to Dixon, who won about 43.9 percent of the vote. Whitmer imposed some of the most restrictive COVID-19 lockdowns in the United States and lifted them on June 22, 2021, Fox 2 Detroit reported. Some of Whitmer's priorities, according to her campaign website, include the economy and jobs, as well as access to safe and legal abortion and education. Let's take a listen to some of her speech from last night via WXYZ Detroit. I promise to be a governor for all of Michigan. I promise to work with anyone who wants to get things done and compete and win against anyone. We're going to move this state forward. 
We're going to move this state forward, and I am excited about the work we will continue to do together. So I thank all of you for um, a, a great opportunity ahead of us. Michigan's future is bright, and we are about to step on the accelerator. Thank you. Whitmer tweeted earlier today, abortion was, is, and will remain legal in Michigan. Republican candidate Michael Lawler narrowly defeated incumbent Representative Sean Maloney, Democrat of New York, with 50.6% of the vote, according to NPR. Before the district was withdrawn, President Biden won the old district in 2020 with 59.6% of the vote, compared to Donald Trump's 39.4% of the vote, according to Ballotopia. After the district was withdrawn, the Daily Kos estimated Biden would have still won the district with 54.5% of the vote, and Trump would have received 44.4%. Maloney is the first chairman of the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee to lose his re-election bid in 40 years, the Washington Free Beacon reported. The Cook Political Report rated the race a Democratic toss-up. Our colleague Virginia Allen has been in Michigan for the last few days. She reported earlier today that voters approved the pro-abortion Proposal 3, which is an amendment to the Michigan Constitution that will enshrine a right to kill unborn children. As of this recording, the proposal received 56.7% yes and 43.3% no, according to the New York Times. Reproductive Freedom for All campaign spokesperson Darcy McConnell said earlier today, Proposal 3's passage marks a historic victory for abortion access in our state and in our country, and Michigan has paved the way for future efforts to restore the rights and protections of Roe v. Wade nationwide. Amber Roseboom of Michigan Right to Life disagreed. She said the proposal is the most extreme proposal facing anyone in the country this November, Virginia Allen reported. Well, the Peach State is once again heading to a runoff election to determine who will be its next senator. Politico reported earlier today that because neither Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock or Republican candidate Herschel Walker received more than 50 percent of the vote, a runoff will be held on Tuesday, December 6th. Warnock's last Senate bid also resulted in a runoff election. He faced and defeated then-Senator Kelly Loeffler back in January 2021. We will keep you posted on those results as well as any other results we are still waiting for. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for The Daily Signal interview edition. I'll be sitting down with Noah Weinrich, the communications director of Heritage Action, to discuss the biggest wins and losses from the midterm election. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you all tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. The executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Rank. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.